What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 25th of June. I think we have like only 30 days, so five more days of June. We're already in July. Do you guys just feel like time, you know, I keep thinking, gosh, we're starting the month, and then before I know it, I'm like having to prepare for the next month. It's crazy, but it's here. It's 5.30 in the morning in L.A. It is so cloudy, and it, like, drops this film of water every morning, and your car gets all messed up, everything gets all messed up, and then the sun comes out at, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon lately, so it's been an interesting um, time, but I love this little overcast in the morning. Once it's gone, it's gone, and it'll just be flat-out hot, so it's a whole different story, but today's show. This isn't once it's gone, it's gone, but I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. It's probably one of the more frequently asked questions I get. So the person who said it, I I want to say, not only are you not alone, but sometimes we're going to feel more comfortable in our own skin than other times for different reasons, but I read her dream. It was, yeah, it was a woman, and I read her dream. It was an anonymous dream last Thursday, and it was about, it's kind of related back to not pushing against their parents. It doesn't mean that you don't have a good feeling or love for your parents or a good relationship for your parents. It just means that you push against them. I mean, I loved my mom to pieces. I couldn't love my mom more than I loved her. I just love her so much, even till now. She hasn't even been here for a long time, probably even more because of the appreciation and all of that. But I knew when I was going to ask her certain questions, and I still ask, I knew what she was going to say, but I needed to argue those points back to myself. And in a weird way, I did it through her. And I did not know that I was doing it through her until she was gone. And it's not, it didn't make me sad. It made me like, wow, who am I going to sort that out with? Who do I even know like that? She was a one of a kind. People are one of a kind. So just to put that part in perspective, but this is what her response was to the dream. 
Thank you, Nadia. What a difficult message for me. I love my parents and don't want to fight them. But yes, right now, I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. I have been trying very hard to feel comfortable with myself. I am shocked that I am still not there. I'm trying. I thought I was, and I feel I am comfy in my own skin. Why am I not okay in my own skin? How do I find out? What else can I do? I am so tired. Can you please help me? I don't understand how to be more comfortable with myself than right now. I am done fighting. I thought about that. And I said, oh, the fight isn't with mom. Fight isn't with dad or the family. The fight is with herself. When we can accept ourselves, which is easy to say, hard to do, but when we can, things change. And when I say change fast, they change really fast. Because being comfortable in our own skin sometimes doesn't feel comfortable, even when we accept ourselves. But accepting ourselves is behind everything that was just read, that was written. And that was the only word that Christ said was accept, well, he said three, but it started with accept in capital letters, this moment. Sometimes, and I did this for years, and I wish someone told me and stopped me along the way. Sometimes we keep thinking that the next thing we do is going to be the greatest thing we do. And we get kind of a weird high looking forward to it. And we put all our marbles in that one basket. And then we find out it might not be something we like once we get there. Or we might love it and give it a lot of time, but then we we learn a lot about it and we outgrow it. Something that simple. Sometimes they're just projects. But if Somehow you can reel yourself in and say to yourself things like, this is where I'm at right now and I I like it. Something outside of me isn't going to make me any happier than me feeling okay inside of me. And I'm going to go back to this one and, you know, thank God you guys can't see me and clobber me over the head for saying it. But it all goes back to breathing. It all goes back to breathing. It takes a lot of calm and a lot of patience. And a lot of acceptance, not where 
you sit there and you breathe and you wait for it to happen. And then you breathe again and you wait for it to happen. If you can learn just in the beginning to be conscious of breathing, you will change your life. Just like with that adrenal fatigue, that constant feeling like you're chasing a ball down a hill and one day you're going to catch that ball. If you catch a ball that's rolling down a hill, you're going to continue rolling with it. But if you're on the top of the hill and you're breathing properly, I know this sounds weird because we don't breathe properly. It's behind a lot of stuff, this shallow breathing. You don't even want to chase the ball down the hill. It won't even be appealing to you. Because when we take deep breaths, it is not easy to do that. There's times where I used to tell it to my son and he used to get mad at me and say, I know, breathe. And I'd be like, what do you mean, I know, breathe? Breathe. Don't argue with me about it. I could die tomorrow. You still have to breathe. doesn't matter if I'm the one who told you. But what does matter is that someone told you. Because it's not the messenger, it's the information. I know when you think of that, you want someone to tell you, well, you know, do this and do that. And breathe. Before you go to bed, when you wake up, when you have a minute, you can't just breathe deep all day. But what happens when we breathe? It takes sometimes, you know, way longer than shallow breathing because you actually are conscious of it. But when you breathe all the way in and you hold it for a second and you release that breath, Your mind goes through like this little inventory thing where it just kind of runs a moment through your mind, that moment, whatever it is you're doing, wherever it is you are, and on its way back up and on its way down, you just do it two or three times. It kind of re-perspectives that moment for you. But the more important thing that it does is it reels you into the moment. Because we get so wired up, rushing towards something that's going to make our lives better, make our lives worth it, make our lives change. Well, when you're doing that, what are you telling your brain? Telling your brain that today doesn't matter, tomorrow's going to matter. What's dangerous about that one? Today doesn't matter. Tomorrow's going to matter. When we're in a mindset like that, it's the mindset. You're going to do that every day. 
the tomorrow you said was going to matter more than today got put off to the next day. And there you are chasing your tail. And then you look at yourself and you're like, why am I not happy? I'll be happy one day. But how does that day get to show up if today isn't happy? And I don't mean happy like you're ecstatic jumping out of your skin. I mean happy like inside of your heart. You're okay. You can breathe. There's a lot that goes into breathing that no one can tell you until you just do it. It resets your tone, like the way you're thinking. It resets the way you feel about someone even. Just when you take a minute, you know, when you're upset, did you ever hear like people tell someone, just breathe, just take a breath? We need air to live. So if we need air to live, which is the big duh moment, imagine using that air in a different way than we've been using it. The template that we've been given to do way more work in a day than we used to do in a week to run from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed, to feel like we could never finish anything, to not make enough money to cover our bills for the most part. And I tell single people all the time, gosh, you're so lucky. You only have to worry about yourself. Because when I was single, I had two kids, and I had to make sure, no matter what I was doing, that they were taken care of well. I didn't get an opportunity to stop. But I did. I did. I did stop my mind from getting ahead of me because something in me, thank God, said I want to enjoy their childhood. That one thought in my head that came when it was a Sunday and and they were with their dad. And on Sunday mornings, I really could rest. It was like Saturdays, I had to catch up for the whole week and make sure I was ready for the next week. And they were going to be back on Monday morning, but that was only every other week. So it it would take me 14 days to get two. But I was good with those two. I would do all the shopping and then I would like cook a lot of stuff that we can just heat up during the week so that we'd always have meals and that kind of stuff. But on Sunday mornings, those were my, like, I'm at home days. And I I protected those days. If I really, really didn't have to go somewhere, I did not. And they would be the days I'd stay in my sweats all day, put my hair up, 
and just be home. Whatever I did, I did. I just did not want to get in my car and go anywhere for the most part. And I would do that like twice a month. But those two days, without realizing it, I I would catch my breath. I didn't know why for a long time those days were my favorite personal days. And it was because I thought things through. I would catch my breath literally. Those sayings don't come out of nowhere. I would breathe. I would walk longer. Surprisingly, I ate less on those days, and sometimes I'd even forget to eat because I was weirdly already happy in that moment. Reeling ourselves into the moment, accepting that this moment means something to me, that tomorrow's not going to be any better than today if I think that tomorrow is going to fix today. And I say that one more time. Tomorrow is not going to be any better than today if we think tomorrow is going to fix today. There's something very seductive about the future. We're always taught, look to the future, build your future. But you know what young people are doing? They're starting to reject the built-in pressures that we put into life. They're making decisions of not going to college if they have to take a student loan to go to college. They're taking a look at the kind of jobs that trap them in a building for the rest of their lives because that's pretty much how it's set up. The ones that have creativity in them are using that creativity at a much younger age. A lot of them who have an idea are starting their own businesses via the internet. They're not allowing the template that they think old people do in quotes, because they look at the old people and they don't want to be them. When we were younger, we used to look at the old people and say, gosh, I want to be like that. I want to do this and I want to have a good job and and I got to go get my degree. And that's the way we rolled like that. That's how we rolled. But they're looking at us going, Nobody's happy up there. I don't want to be them. It's really interesting. Their perspective of us. And we're still hybrids. We're like old world plus new world. Old world pre-technology plus new world technology. I know people who are my age who are like, I'm not on Facebook. 
I'm not on Instagram. Everybody's all wired in. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It is what it is. But there is a beautiful world to technology. There's connections we never would have had. And then I would think, wow, they can complain about anything. I'm not addicted to technology, but I love it. Geez, I could do this show because of technology. We can all touch base on Facebook whenever we want. There isn't like a time limit where you have to be there at 10 o'clock in the morning every day. You can be there when you have a minute. And you can put it down when you have something to do. And we're learning that balance for us older guys. The younger generation, is it's like how they kind of see the world, but they don't sit down and watch television because they're comfortable in the moment. It's not that you're shocked and you're still not there about being comfortable in your own skin. Take a breath and accept that whatever's going on in your life right now, parents, boyfriends, girlfriends, social life, work life, whatever it is, that in this moment, you're exactly where you need to be. And breathe that one in. Let that one permeate. We talk about a lot of things on this show. And this show's been going on and on because we go on and on. And what being comfortable in our own skin two years ago might mean something different today because today is different than two years ago. Today is different. So we adjust and we readjust and we grow. It's not like we we create like, oh, once I know all of this. And I used to think this for a long time, that once I know all of this, then I'll know everything I need to know and I can just live my life. There isn't a day. I used to find that out and go, Oh, wow, now I know that, but now I want to know more. And then I realized, hey, setting goals, setting goals and reeling myself into the process of getting there, I want to enjoy. I don't just want my kids to graduate from high school and I've done my job. I want to enjoy every day. I want to cook the favorite foods, not just one day a week or once in a while. I want to do that every day. Decision. I made it. I lived by it. It became part of my life. It stopped being an I want to, and it became a I am. There's a huge gap between I want to, I am. Because once you start doing the stuff you want to do, you start to solidify inside. And you can start with the small stuff, just these little habits of taking care of yourself. Not working out once in a while. 
do something every day. You don't actually have to be in workout clothes to do it. Just do something every day. Wherever you're at, there's there's ways to really go from I want to to I am doing that. Because now your brain is saying, oh, wow, this person that's telling me what to do is doing the stuff it's telling me to do. So let's see what else they can do. And whatever you give it, it finds a way for you to do it. It, it like, works with you. It's this partner. And then ego comes in and says, why do you really want to do that? And you need to say, oh, that voice, that's that voice that keeps trying to trip me up. Go away. I don't actually need you anymore. And, and if you think ego stops, one day it doesn't. Ego comes in and tries to keep you uncomfortable. Nah, you're not. You're the same old person you've always been. That's how it sounds. You can't do that. Who do you think you are doing what you want to do? Self-sabotage. There it is. And you have to say, really? Get out of here. Just like you would to a person who would say that to you. The opposing energy of ego wants to keep us so far away from ourselves that it tries to make us feel foreign to our own success. And when we do start to achieve, it tries to make you feel like a fraud, like, well, nobody really knows you don't know what you're doing. Nobody really knows that this was a fluke. You didn't earn this. Nobody really knows dot, 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 fill in the blank. And then you go out as though somebody just beat you up in the head and try to live your life the next day if you listen to it. But you can let it go. Because when you breathe, Back to breathing. How big is breathing? You marginalize your ego. And there's a huge reason why. Because ego cannot penetrate home. And when we breathe all the way to what Christ called our garth, that middle part of your belly, I guess in... um, what is that thing called? The chakra thing, where you have all the different chakras and they, they also focus on the belly. Everyone focuses on the belly. There's a reason for it. I don't care what we call it. But breathing all the way down to your belly button and coming back up is we touch home. We are all connected. It's like a... I did Christ, I saw it. I, I, I don't even know how to say what I saw, but I, I described it before in a show. But we have like this light golden thread that connects us all from our middle. 
The same way we were connected to the mother with a cord. This is a cord, but it's every single human. We are all connected while we are here on earth. That's why when someone is in pain, we can see their pain. When somebody is angry, when somebody is hurting us, we know that it's their pain, not ours. Sometimes we try to help them, even while they are hurting us, physically or mentally, because of that thread. We are connected and will be from the beginning till the end of time, always. And when we breathe in and and touch that part of us, and come back up, our understanding expands to that bigger thinking. And we don't feel so overtaken. We, we start to say, I, I'm okay in my own skin. I'm okay. I actually really kind of like who I am. I know a lot of stuff, and maybe it feels disorganized at times, but that's okay. That's just me disorganized. I'll work on that. That's giving yourself space. Accepting this moment. Taking a deep breath and reeling yourself in and touching that cord in you that connects to everyone else. And it makes you feel connected to everyone else as opposed to disconnected when we're shallow breathing and we don't reach it. So I really appreciate your question. I thank you so much for putting yourself out there and asking it. Not easy. And I hope in my heart that today you listen to this show. You just take some time to reel yourself back in and give yourself space to grow. And give yourself time to do it. And give yourself that kind of life. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.